Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we make fitness, nutrition, and mental health more palatable. We might hurt your feelings every now and then. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And this month's mental health check is here. Holy shit, April is almost over. Time isn't real. I'm, I'm fucking convinced. Time is not real. It hasn't existed for three years. It's It just isn't a thing anymore. We're just all hurtling on a rock in space and nothing is real. We're just here, right? Time is a flat circle. That, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the only thing that's a flat circle. It's definitely not the earth. Anyway, <laughs> that's a different episode for a different podcast. But this month's mental health check was going to be about one of two things. And we're going with the latter idea because it's concerning. And we're going to talk about it um, not from a place of attacking you. Like, yeah. as people that host a podcast about fitness and nutrition and as a personal trainer, um, you would be amazed at how many times we hear the same questions or we hear the same concerns over and over and over and over again. And this is one of those mental health checks that was kind of born out of necessity of one of those things. Um, so we want you to stop overcomplicating your nutrition for the love of God. please. Oh my goodness. So this topic came to us. I was going back and forth between two, like we said in the intro, but it came to me because someone I know really well who has had some, has some weight loss goals, but what they were wanting to do initially was eat a single unwitch from Jimmy John's a day and fast to accomplish this. Ah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> uh like no can we talk uh, about this <laughs> yeah this is not a good plan for anyone specifically an adult male um your brain and your body need fuel like at yeah. the end of the day that's what food is it is just fuel for your body for your brain for you to be able to function we've talked about this a shit ton on this podcast and if you want to get super nerdy you can go back and make sure that you listen to episodes water and micronutrients sugar is not the enemy amino acids eat your vegetables and so on and so forth we've talked about this ad nauseum but this information is still out there and it it's mind-boggling but it's worth talking about you just named off all those episode titles i'm like jesus fuck i'm a nerd <laughs> i have co-create credits on water and micronutrients <laughs> and why they're important they are also they are. get your fucking sleep <laughs> seriously oh my god for the love of fuck please get your sleep if you're doing anything for yourself the one thing you should be doing that's nice for yourself is getting more fucking sleep but that's again an episode for another day and we've talked about that before ad nauseum as well 
We, we talk about a lot of the same shit. I don't know if you've gathered that from being here for a while, but if you're new, hi, welcome. This is what we talk about here in the Ed Test Kitchen. Um, the notion that eating as little as possible to quickly see results ain't it, fam. It's not it. It's never been it. Don't let fucking diet culture make you think that it is it. It ain't shit. That's what it is. Shit. It is yeah. shit, actually. It it's ain't sh- shit, but it is shit. It's <laughs> shinfo. It is shit info. Yeah, it's not good info. It's pseudoscience bullshit. It's not backed by any, like reputable doctors like the people that are endorsing these fucking diets and shit are like dr nick riviera from the fucking simpsons like oh did you go to hollywood upstairs medical college too that's where i got my degree i am uh, the south beach diet da 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 like went to roast beat state university yes. and now i can tell you whatever i want to because the internet exists yes no <laughs> uh credibility died when the internet and social media became mainstream parts of our lives and i feel old as fuck saying that i'm now and Entering my mid-30s next month. I am old as fuck saying that. But as people that lived, I, I'm younger than you. I know, but I'm old. I'm old, man. I've made it twice as long as I planned on being here. Let's talk about that first. That makes me fucking feel old. But like the fact that I'm never not gonna be 17 forever. If y'all aren't a fan of that, sorry, I ain't changing. I'm a fucking woman child for life. Deal with it. I did a <laughs> I did a get ready with me while I do my skincare routine as a 38-year-old female. And our, our very, very good friend, Alex, was like, um, what? I was like, it's the immaturity. I promise you. I'm going to be 39 in like a month. It's fine. It's whatever. Anyway. We're, we're all women children. That's why we're such great friends. It's true. <laughs> I posted an MXC reference yesterday on Instagram. And she was immediately in my inbox like, I fucking love that show. I'm like, of course you do, because we're the same person. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, find friends that you that can be like that in your life. You need them because they make you feel sane every now and then. They sure do. Um, but like, don't don't fall into the trap, please. For the love of God, if you take anything away from this episode today, besides that Sadie is fucking old, it's that you need to not worry so much about the amount of food you're taking in. Now, I know that sounds contradictory, but we're going to talk about why you need to pay less attention if you're paying too much attention because it does fuck with your brain. I know that people have this disconnect between their brain and body. Why? Why is there this like, oh, my body needs this? Well, your brain needs shit too and it runs everything. So maybe you yeah. should prioritize that first. Just saying. Um, a billion percent. <laughs> if you aren't aware, the reason that you see results when you are not eating is because you're in a caloric deficit. That is the only reason why. And if you need a refresher on what a caloric deficit is, it's consuming less calories than your body will utilize in a day or a week or a freaking month. If you need a calculator to have a general idea of what your caloric needs are in a day, again, generally, it's going to vary by person. It's going to vary by a bunch of different factors, but you can send us a message at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. And we can point you in the direction of a, again, general calculator. Otherwise you need to speak to a dietitian. Yes. Um, a, a registered dietitian, not just a nutritionist. Now I have a nutrition coaching certificate. I'm not shitting on nutritionists at all. That's not my point. We know more about, again, like I said last week, we know more about nutrition than the average bear, but we haven't taken state board exams to be certified as like a registered dietitian. So that's where that conversation again comes into play. We are not registered dietitians. We have studied these things extensively. We have implemented them in our own lives, and we have talked to plenty of professionals and doctors who will also agree with you that these things work. So it's not like we're just popping off with nothing. We have plenty of fucking receipts and science to back us. That's why we're here. Um, But to be honest, whatever you decide is going to work for you will probably work for you to achieve a caloric deficit. Now, we've had 
we had Dr. Fit and Fabulous on in one of our first, you know, like fucking, I don't know, dozen episodes or two. Like it was very early on in the podcast. And she said straight up, yo, you could have a caloric deficit on fucking Big Macs and still lose weight. It doesn't matter what you eat as long as you are in a caloric deficit. Now, we always have people that misconstrue that mm -hmm. part when we clip it out on social media. So I really want to talk about this today. When you eat less than what your body requires, your body doesn't give a shit what the nutrient intake of it is. It just sees, oh, this is X amount of fuel to burn. It then burns it and sends the fuel to wherever, it, like the nutrients to wherever it needs to go. That's how that works. And when we're talking about it doesn't matter what you eat, we're talking about if you're in a deficit and you're trying to justify a shitty diet, it doesn't matter what you eat. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. You could fucking lose weight if you wanted to just eat jet puff fucking marshmallows. If you, you could eat 17 pounds of fucking celery in a day, if you wanted to, you'd Thank still you. be in a caloric deficit and your doesn't body. Mean you're healthy. No, it does. Exactly. It doesn't mean nu you're healthy. Nutritionally dense and less nutritionally dense. There is a spectrum with all food, just like there's a spectrum for everything else in life. Yes. So with that in mind, now find something that works for you. Now, if that means counting macros, cool. If that means fasting for part of your day because you're just not hungry in the morning, that's fine. There is a difference. If you are like me, your body doesn't really want food for the first like hour or two that it's awake. Like I've tried to feed myself in the morning and I actually make myself sick because my stomach just isn't ready for it yet. I need to rock a dookie. I need a glass of water. I need a cup of coffee and then I can eat. Like, I know a lot of people that are like that. That's not saying that there's anything wrong with you. If your body naturally just doesn't want food right away when you wake up, there's nothing wrong with you and just keep rolling. Do what you do. Make sure that you fit a snack in though after the first couple hours that you're awake. Doesn't have to be anything big. It could be a fucking fruit roll up for all I care. Just get some food in you. Um, you know, like people, people think about fasting and it's like fasting can be okay. Like bodybuilders yeah. fast, like athletes fast. You can do it safely but you have to know how to do it safely. And if you've never been taught how to do it safely, that's where the, the expert opinions come in. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean fucking Google University. That doesn't mean going to the International College of Reddit. That means fucking contacting someone personally so that you can have it custom tailored to your needs because everybody is different when it comes to your nutritional needs. Full right. stop. So contact a professional, um, find out what kind of meal planning or guides that you're into. Are you a visual person? Make a meal planning grid. Are you a list person? Turn it into a giant fucking list and check off the boxes. If you're into that, find your workout soulmate. Guess what? We have episodes about that of the podcast as well. We've got like a hundred and this is what 133. We've got quite a few episodes yeah, about yeah. shit in the backlog. So, uh, you can always also search at meheadtestkitchen.com, put it in the search bar and it will cross-reference all the show notes and show you everything that is the keyword that you're looking for. Um, so figure out what works for you, but it also requires patience and sustainability. And those are things that people don't enjoy doing because they take time and effort. Exactly. We I'm going to keep saying this every episode because there may be new people here. Mm -hmm. Nothing on this journey that happens quickly is very likely to be something that you can stick with over time. I'm going to repeat it the fuck again. <laughs> Nothing on this journey, whether that be diet, exercise, or what have you that happens quickly is very likely to be something that you're going to stick to over time. It's not a pill. It's not snake oil bullshit. It's not a fucking fat burner. It takes actual work and dedication to yourself to do this. So don't forget that ever. And it's going to look different for you than it looks for other people. And that's okay. Make it fucking work for you. It's going to be work, so you may as well make it as easy as you possibly can, right? Work smarter, not harder. If I could learn, like, if I could give anyone 
that is like going into any like really daunting thing right now like yo dude work smarter not harder well what does that mean cut corners where you fucking can but put your ass into it where you need to exactly <laughs> that's exactly what that fucking means you're not reinventing the fucking wheel just put it on your bike and ride it god damn it <laughs> And remember, like we talk a lot about, you know, restriction is bad. Sometimes restriction is necessary in this lifestyle and that's okay. That's something you need to come to terms with. But again, you need to do it in a healthy space. And that's where your old nugget comes into place. You need to be in a good headspace when you're doing these things. Um, because if you're not, that's where you can lead down the fast road to destruction. And that's not good for anyone. So like figure out things that you like to eat routinely. What's something that you really enjoy that you could feasibly eat two or three times a week? You don't have to tell me right now, even though you might have just it probably like, already oh, popped oh. in your head. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Cool. Put it on your fucking meal, meal prep list. Why? Because meal prepping is all about finding meals that you're willing to eat two or three or four times a fucking week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Like people, people don't realize like how, what little variety you put into meal prep if you're doing it to be efficient. Yeah. <laughs> you're not making a new meal every day. You're making the same meal for four days. Um, yeah. but also like if you like pizza, you can eat the fucking pizza. Pizza is actually a really nutritionally fucking like solid meal when you think about it. Now, if it's like Subway, you can junk up a fucking Subway sandwich as much as you want, but you can also make it super healthy if you know how to build it. Pizza is no different. If you make your pizza at home, you know exactly what's going into it. You throw a fucking crust down. Now you don't have to make your own crust. That's up to you, but you can pick your sauce. You get to pick what kind of cheese goes into it. So you get to control your fat and your protein content on your pizza. Those are both wins. You get to pick whatever toppings you want and you can put on as much as you want, which means you can weigh it before you put it on the pizza and then divide it by however many slices of pizza you have to know exactly what you're fucking putting in your food hole. Yeah. Like this Crazy. is the thing like, if you can't explain it to someone like they're five, then you shouldn't be doing it. And I am calling out a lot of people on social media that are trying to fucking delve out nutrition advice. Like if you can't fucking break it down like that, then you shouldn't be shilling it to people. Um, you just have to make your food more nutritionally sound. And that doesn't mean changing what you eat altogether. That is another thing that diet culture and consumerism under a capitalist society has taught us that we need to fucking buy, buy, buy all the time because that's how companies make money. Guess what? That's how we make money, too. Right, so right. when we sell you stuff, we're not selling you fucking bullshit that we've never used. We're talking about shit that we actually like because we use it ourselves. That's always been one of my things being in broadcasting for half my life at this point. Like, I don't sell people shit that I don't actually use. I'm not that type of person. I've never been that type of person. I'll never be that type of person. So figure out what works for you. And if that is meal prep service, then fucking do it. If you have the money to throw down for it, cool. Not everybody does. And that's okay. So they have to do their own stuff, but figure out what you want to eat routinely and then make a list and do it. Yeah. The other thing that I'll add to that is like, we've never ever once said on this podcast that a food is off limits, uh -uh. encouraging you to make choices that make you happy. Uh, yeah, fucking do that. Pushing you to think of ways to hack your food so that you don't have to overthink things. Yes. We spent an entire episode or two or three, and I think even maybe four on how to hack your food yeah. and up your protein or the nutritional value. You can literally search those on the website. Here's the other thing. If you have a question and you're not absolutely sure, or you're wanting to make it more nutritionally dense, I've answered three of those questions today from the individual who I was like, hey, please eat more than an unwitch in a day. That is less like a, a toddler needs to eat more food than that. Oh, okay. What has a lot of fiber and protein in it? 
Okay, so well, there are, there, are the right direction. there are several options because the yeah. first thing I said yesterday when this came up was you're going to want to eat protein and you're going to want to make sure that you've hit those fiber goals because if you start upping your protein and you don't also up your fiber, you're going to be fucking constipated. Yes, you are. <laughs> you're going to have bloat. Fiber bro. makes you poop. <laughs> yes, fiber makes you poop. But there's there's tons of options out there. It literally is as easy as writing down the things that you do enjoy to eat. You know that there's a specific type of meat, uh, a la protein, that you enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. Write all of those down because then you have staples to pull from that you can do whatever you, however you want to do, whatever you need to do. But then you already have a list in front of you. You're like, oh, you know what? I had chicken yesterday. Maybe you don't feel like having that. You know what's also super easy? If you like whitefish, throw that shit in the sink, thaw it out, throw it in the oven. takes 12 minutes. Yep. Throw or in mold. the air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it, there are t- plenty of options. It just, it takes a little bit of thinking on your part. It's okay yeah. to think. It is okay to think. We actually encourage it. Um, I'm a big fan of it. Honestly, I wish people did it more. Um, but yeah, like utilize your kitchen gadgets. If you got married and you got a bunch of cool shit on your wedding registry and you're like, I'm never going to fucking use this, use it and figure out how to use it and make some fucking awesome meals with it. Uh, especially if you got an air fryer and that thing's gathering dust, that is a damn shame. You should be using your air fryer. My air fryer very rarely leaves the corner of the kitchen counter that it is often pulled out closest to the outlet. Um, but there aren't really any limits on how you can accomplish this goal. Like if you like yogurt and you want a little more protein bang for your buck, you can add some protein powder to it. You can put fruit in it. If you like chips and dip, cool. Make your own dip with Greek yogurt and powdered flavoring. Um, if you like ranch dressing, Sub out the sour cream for Greek uh, yogurt. Cuts down the fat content by a shit ton. And adds protein. And it adds protein. And it's got a really good tang, which is great when you're already looking for that buttermilk tang and ranch dressing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can use, like, full disclosure, at my house, I have heavy whipping cream and vitamin D milk in my fridge. That's the only fucking kind of milk we use at my house. Like, people would crucify me for that probably and go for it. I really don't care. It shit's delicious and it tastes better in recipes. Like, buy what you want. Um, we're not the fucking nutrition police. We're just here to help you live a better life from from our fucking mistakes that we've probably made that you've also made. Right. Like, and you were talking about, you know, how, ways to hack your food. That's literally how the idea for this podcast was born. I started Meathead Test Kitchen as a food blog so that we could figure out how to eat more food because Sasha and I were lifting weights and we were always fucking hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, let's crunch the numbers. What percentage more food per serving can we get if we sub this shit out for better options? It's like, okay, cool. Um, you can make bell peppers, you know, and put those in dip. Shit, Sasha's favorite thing with bell peppers. I saw the, the Instagram post yesterday, bell pepper sandwiches, bitches. Dude, it's so you get your fiber, you get a little bit of fat in there if you're going to use some cream cheese, and you get your protein with deli meat. If deli meat isn't your thing, cool. Like, use a different substitute for deli meat. You could could use a can of tuna. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever. And I love the the texture of it because you get some crunch with that that you don't get from a bread. Like, there's putting potato chips in your sandwich. It's just like super satisfying to have that crunch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, we like did a whole, we, I think we probably did three episodes total on hacking your food. You can find lists of those things on meatheadtestkitchen.com. Just search yeah. for hacks and it will bring it up. The overarching theme of this episode is that under eating doesn't work for the long haul. Period. End of fucking discussion. I know that it gives you fast results. But again, the reason it gives you those fast results is because you're in a caloric deficit. <sighs> those things are not 
sustainable. Yeah, sure. You get like the immediate results that you're looking for. You like see, oh, cool. I'm getting a little flatter here or there or whatever. Sweet. I'm going to tell you though, that starving yourself doesn't again, work for the long haul. Yeah. Speaking from personal experience, I, in high school, I had a very, very, very terrible relationship with food. It was not trigger warning anorexic, but I was damn real close. I mean, I would eat an Oreo at lunch and then go walk for two miles because I just ate an Oreo. I had good wasn't, food, bad food. Growing up in the early 2000s, fantastic it, for your brain. No, it was awful. <laughs> Awful. Oh, I, I used to punish myself for food too. That just sucked. That was it, terrible. It's not fun because you're constantly stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you when I did start eating again, which was after prom, like I gained quite a bit of weight really quickly just by going back to like a normal caloric value of food for a, you know, young adult. And so like and this is where like the yo-yo dieting yes. thing comes in. Like this sure is does. why the yo-yo happens. If you've ever wondered, this is yeah. okay. Carry on. Anyway, I just wanted to stick yeah. a thumbtack in that real quick. Go. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's how that's why it happens. Yeah. And a lot of times, like back then, I don't think you see it quite as horribly now as we had it then. But that's where the yo-yo dieting came in because then you had to try and jump on the next fad diet because, oh well, I gained this weight because it wasn't fucking sustainable. And now I've gained some weight back because I only had a 30 day plan and I didn't know what to do after that. So now I I've gained a little bit of the weight back that I didn't want. And now I got to go on this other diet, which is only going to get me to 45 days. And then when that ends, I'm still not going to see how it's cyclical here. Yeah. Let's provide some scientific receipts on why this doesn't work. I wish I could go back in time and slap every adult that sold me a can of slim fast as a child. Just saying. Yeah. Also for sticking thumbtacks and things. Let's fucking talk about that for a second to those yeah. people. Um, so if your body perceives that it's being starved and it doesn't have food to turn into energy, it continues to hoard fat rather than burn it. We've talked about this before. This is in our opinions. This is scientifically backed by lots of studies. Um, so it goes into like high alert mode where you, it, your body's in its fight or flight mode. Well, it's in fucking fight and it's holding on to all of the fat cells that it can keep right now because it thinks it's not going to get any more food. So it's like, shit, I need to have fuel to burn. Otherwise we're going to die. That's no bueno. Mm -hmm. So your body's eventually going to break down your muscle for energy after it burns through these fat stores that's built up. Um, and this is why keto works for people at the beginning because your body is burning through its emergency fat stores and that's going to just start burning everything else around it. It doesn't care what type of cells it's burning. It just needs shit to burn. Mm -hmm. So naturally, it's going to pull from your muscles after your fat cells. And this is why your body prioritizes losing fat first when you when you do go on a weight loss journey. And you you kind of hit a point where you stall a little bit. And it's like, well, I'm not losing weight anymore. It's like, yeah, well, your body burned all the fat. Now it's time to add muscle mass to your body. Yeah. Like, I know that's a strange concept and it's backwards of what everybody told us back in the day, but that's how it really works. Like your body will eventually break down your muscles for energy. And that is the antithesis of what we try to do here at Meathead Test Kitchen, where we want everybody to be fucking jacked and stacked wherever they go all the time. Um, and your muscles will be smaller and they're going to require less energy. So this is like the cascade effect of how shit rolls downhill when you stop feeding yourself. Exactly. So we pulled this list from an article attached. It's in the show notes. And Kara Stanley, registered dietitian with St. Elizabeth Physicians Weight Management Center, says when you do this, you're actually hurting your ability to lose weight. She's a registered dietitian, state board certified, not us. And I experienced this when I was 
18, 19 years old. Yeah. Uh, it's the truth. It's not a fucking lie. <laughs> this person is actually a board certified physician. It's not bullshit. Okay. No, it's, it's not. Um, and I hate to break it to you, but like if you are, and I'm not going to go after the people that are selling this stuff because they're individual people that are just trying to make a fucking living. And that's all we're trying to do out here. So I'm not going to like tell them not to make a living, but I want you to be informed as a consumer. Maybe don't buy these things when it comes to the body wraps because they probably don't work. Uh, when it comes to the, you know, $65 can of greens, do you really need it? I don't know. You could eat a fucking salad. Like, <laughs> if you don't have the money to spend on it, don't spend on it. Just fucking eat real food. Yeah. Because real food is the best option in the first place. It's the, the full-on fucking natural source of the most full nutrients that you can get out of that food. It is the best version. Like, when when raw vegans are like, it's the best version, I'm like, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like cooked vegetables too, but you're not fucking wrong. It is really good. Um, like, so don't do it. Also, when we talk about things not to do, please don't fucking skip meals. Please. Like, as someone who used to only eat once a day because she thought she was fat, even though she was wearing size four pants, please don't fucking skip meals. It is not good for your body, and it is even worse for your brain if you already suffer from mental illness. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know that you suffer from mental illness, it makes you a terrible fucking person to be around because you're awful. <laughs> you're hungry, and you're shitty to everybody. Hi, that was me from my early 20s. It was awful. Like, don't do it. Don't skip meals. Like, if you, if you feel like you need to be working out more, then be working harder in the gym. Don't be fucking starving yourself because you need to work harder in the gym. Like there's, there's that dichotomy that people don't like to acknowledge either. Like there's, you can't outrun your fork. You can outrun your fork, but you're going to fucking kill yourself doing so. So don't do it and don't skip your meals because it's going to fuck your up. It's going to fuck your metabolism. Your metabolism is a well-oiled machine and it likes routine. It likes to be fed. It's like a baby or a dog. Like, you, you can't leave your dog for four days and not give it any food. It's going to fucking either die or be very angry with you. Like, you, yeah. you can't do the same to your metabolism. Feed your fucking gigapet. Your gigapet's your metabolism. <laughs> um, but, like, this is why we harp on, you know, getting a scale when you start. So that you can kind of see that correlation of, hey, I've started working out more. I am losing weight. Cool. My metabolism must be burning faster because that's how these things work. When you put muscle on, you start to burn more fat. And that's the beauty of getting jacked and stacked. You can fucking eat more food. And that's why this podcast is called Meathead Test Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we talk about getting the scale when you start. Portion control and for yourself so that you can see this correlation of, hey, I lost X amount of body fat this week. Cool. My metabolism must be kicking up. I'll keep feeding it. Yeah, exactly. You have like visual representation too of what those portion sizes look like. Mm -hmm. If you've become accustomed to skipping breakfast, for instance, try something small in the beginning to get yourself used to it again. Try a banana. It's 110 yeah. calories. A cup of yogurt, 175 calories, depending on what kind of yogurt it is. If you really need to, because it's easier or more palatable to you, make a protein shake. That's what I used to do. Because yeah. it's got some good fat in there. You've got some carbs in there. And of course, you've got your protein. And then you can like sip on it throughout the morning, but you're not just rolling around on an empty stomach. And you can put you coffee in it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like seriously, that's a, that's a really good hack. Just, really good. just sneak in some protein. Yeah. You hear people say once they started eating breakfast, they were hungry all the time. Stanley said from this article. But it's good to eat more meals. Just make them smaller and more nutritionally dense. Watch yep. portion sizes and do meal planning in advance. Weird. Meal planning came up again. 
Huh. It's almost like oh. you have to have a plan for these things. Or you fuck up and you fail because you don't have a plan. And then you're like, fuck it. I'm just not going to do it because I sucked at it. Well, of course you're going to suck at it. You didn't even fucking give it full. You didn't even give it your full ass. Yeah. Like, how can you expect to give you get something great when you only give your right ass cheek? Come on. (laughs) But if you want a little more in the morning to get you going, consider this. What up, Bill Nye? Please don't sue us. I love you. Um, It's far better to eat both a small breakfast and a lunch than to skip your first meal altogether, which, again, slows your metabolism down and you can overcompensate at lunch by eating more than you need or choosing something higher in fat and calories just because you're hungry and your body's like give me this Mm -hmm. when we say when you start making good choices during the beginning of the day it rolls on it's true because you're setting the tone for the day if you start your day with three iced coffees and nothing to eat and then you go get a big mac for lunch like that's cool if that's all you got time for today but that's not going to be the best prototype setup for you to have long-term success with this like you gotta i say it a lot you gotta fucking be willing to do some cooking or hire or pay somebody to do the cooking for you if you can afford it and if you can't afford that then i'm sorry that means you're gonna have to get acquainted with your kitchen friend Yep. We have a whole entire episode of getting acquainted with your kitchen, actually. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You may want to eat as many as, and this again is going to be dependent, but as many as five smaller meals in a day, but planned meals, not from the drive-thru. So choose plant-based foods and foods high in protein and drink plenty of water. Why plant-based foods and why high in protein? Plant-based foods are going to have fiber in them. Again, fiber has come up again. Fiber helps to keep you full and so does protein. We need to flash a poop emoji every time we talk about fiber. Emoji. Here's the other thing. Make sure that you are hitting your protein and your fiber goals and then everything else can kind of fall where it may. Mm -hmm. Protein and fiber are going to be the most important things for you to pay attention to. If you like more fat in your diet, some people prefer carbs, some people prefer fat, some people marry in between. Ultimately, the things that matter are hitting those protein and those fiber goals so that you can stay regular. And if your goal is to build muscle, you need to hit your protein. Yes. And drink lots of water. Yes. Please drink lots of water. Always drink lots of water, no matter what you're doing for your your emotional support water bottle. See, (laughs) it's like keeping a fire going. You need to keep adding fuel throughout the day and it needs air. Yes. Our water. But fire, fire doesn't like water, so your body needs water. You get it, I think. I don't know. That was a bad analogy. I think it made sense. Anyway, moving on. Bloodhound gang, fire, water, burn. There you uh, go. That's, that's another problem with starvation diets and like just prototype diets as a whole, you know, air quotes, capital mm-hmm. D diets, because going without food isn't sustainable. And I don't care what job you do, who you are, how much you weigh, where you're from, what your gender orientation is. I don't give a fuck. You need food. That is a non-negotiable part of our lives. We are we are organisms that are fueled by smaller organisms and we need to feed all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so going without food isn't sustainable. Like like you said, this person, you know, they have a they have a job where they move around quite a bit. Like eating just that one sandwich a day and then just having water and coffee would make them the most miserable person ever. Not only to be, but to be around. Like yeah, they yeah. they, you know, be passing out be fucking feeling weak they'd be grumpy like i've done all of those things when you starve yourself it sucks uh it's not fun so those that practice diets you know you know they they lose weight but like sasha said it comes back and you get that yo-yo effect because you put your body in freak out mode and it was like holy shit we got a french fry today we're not giving it up you and that french fry is with you forever um so when they talk about you know 
you go on this diet and then you lose weight, but you put it back on and then some. This is why the and then some usually happens because your body's freaking the fuck out that it actually got some proper nutrition. So it's like, I'm keeping you forever, friend. Um, weight management should be viewed as more of a lifestyle change. It's not a punishment. It's not something that you do because there's something wrong with you or that you're bad or that you look bad. Um, it's something you should do if you feel bad physically. Like if your body does not feel good, that is the first thing that I tell people. Like, have you tried moving your body more? And they're like, yeah. well, what should I do? And it's like, whatever the fuck you want, dude. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just Jump move. Rope. I don't yeah. care. Go for a walk. Yeah. I think that's a really good, a good thing to point out too, is like, I think up until probably my 30s, yes, I am almost 40 now. Hooray. Um, but until then, I didn't get it. I always constantly thought of it as like, no, I have to, this is something I have to control versus this is something that's good for my health. Mm -hmm. It is a lifestyle change. You, you know, again, I, I made a TikTok the other day and I was like, yeah, I'm, an, I'm an excuse maker when it comes to nutrition and fitness sometimes. Like we the all second, are. I, uh, second I uh, jump on it one time, it's real easy to be all aboard to Europe from Omaha, Nebraska. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's a, it's a, a really slippery slope to go down unless you can change that mindset. Sometimes it's, it, you really just have to change your mindset. So starvation is quote unquote, something you can't do long-term Stanley oh. said, as we've said before, you tend to see with people who do that, that once they start eating, they go crazy. They overeat. It's just not healthy. I did that myself after prom my senior year of high school, when this was the worst, for context, I am five seven, five seven and a half. I weighed one hundred eight pounds, and I like had skeletal fingers. It was, it was when I look back at pictures on that, it was very clearly not, not healthy. But like, your brain doesn't see that at the time, and that's no, it why doesn't. it's a mental illness, and you need to talk yeah. to a therapist if you're dealing yeah. with disordered eating. But um, I, so looking back at like pictures, but then that prom night. I literally ate an entire two pound bag of peanut M&M's oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why it was like kind of downhill after that, you know, yeah. like then I was like, oh, I, I deprived myself for so long. I'm going to, I, I owe this to myself. I need to eat all of this stuff. And like, I got it under control by the end of that summer, but I like, I did kind of go haywire for about three months and that's <laughs> and that information is why we don't like fucking restriction diet <laughs> yes so <laughs> moral of the story eat damn it <laughs> fucking eat. you need it and if you need help with what's going on your fork or you're lacking inspiration in the gym you know where you can find us hello at meathead test kitchen go to the website meathead test kitchen we're everywhere on social media at meathead test kitchen i don't know if you know what the name of this podcast is but it is meathead test kitchen on twitter we're at mtk staff <laughs> there's plans and coaching at meatheadathletics.com you can go and get our merch at shop.herd.media.com you'll just have to search for meathead test kitchen and you know what be kind to yourself which means not starving yourself and eating some food Yes, because when you're nice to yourself, usually you're nice to other people, except if they're assholes and they're being racist or bigots or phobes. We don't fuck with those people. Never be nice to those people. They don't deserve your fucking kindness. They Ever. absolutely do not. Cool. See you next Tuesday or whenever we decide to fucking cast next. Meathead Test Kitchen, out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha. Every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK.